following is a paid program from Innovative Financial Solutions. This is the Retirement Playbook with your retirement coach, Brock Allspa. Brock and his team form your retirement offensive line from Innovative Financial Solutions. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Brock provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. Your money and your plans perfectly executed. And now, here is the Retirement Playbook with Brock Allspa. Welcome to the Retirement Playbook with Brock Alspaugh, brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the retirement people, and we're with you every Saturday on this fine radio station, bringing you great information to hopefully help you in your own retirement. And as always, I'm joined by my wonderful co-host, Mr. Tony Shore. Hello, Tony. Well, hey, Brock. I'm almost awake today. (laughs) And ready and ready for the show. Almost, I've only had about thirty cups of coffee, so I I haven't quite caught up to you yet. But I'm really working toward that goal. You uh, know, I get about two, and I'm pretty good. Uh huh. You know, and but if I do three cups of coffee, Tony, it's like you don't. I mean, it's it's tough. It's I oh, mean, I'm yeah, bouncing I, off the walls. Yeah, and, I can't. You know, I can't do more than two cups. That's for sure. Yeah. Not at yeah. once, not during the morning time. No, you know, if you spread it out across the day, I'm, yeah, even then. You could probably get 30 in. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> All I right, drink folks, two we'll or 30 it. a day. It, it varies. <laughs> I've heard it both ways. But what are we talking about? I, and how have you been? You've been crazy busy. I know you're, crazy, uh, crazy, you're selling crazy your house. Busy. You're working yeah. hard at work. You've got financial conferences going on you're meeting with clients it's, you're meeting with listeners i love this i know i know it's that time of year tony you know i mean really this is the time of year where you know the kids have gone back to school or grandkids have gone back to school and kind of the vacations are over and people are starting to think about their retirement and their money and all of those kinds of things and and you know cd's at the bank are coming due and they're just you know, not getting very much interest. And so they want to know what to do with that. I mean, it's just a busy time of year and we embrace that. I mean, I, to be honest with you, Tony, I like being busy, right? I mean, who, you know, nobody wants to not be busy a lot of times, but um, that's what the weekends are for. So yeah, it's been going good. Thanks for asking. Yeah, right. Well, listen, we got a great show lined up today for folks. I mean, this is going to be really provide a lot of value uh, and, and so I'm really excited about today's show. But before we get into the material here and the information, I want people to go to our website, Tony, because it's loaded with great information. In fact, if they want to get more in-depth with their own situation with today's topic, they can fill out our form that's on our website. And it's called The Taxes and the Power of Win. And it's a presentation that we're going to go over today with people and if you, again, you want more information, you can go to our website, fill out the uh, information, and, and it will give you a, a, a call, okay? Um, also, you can listen to past shows here, right? You can listen to very specific topic that you want to hear about that's on there, on the website, uh, and you can order my book. It's The Last Paycheck, and it's How to Build Sustainable Retirement Income and Keep Those Paychecks Coming In. 
get on there and order that book. It's $13, and uh, it's really loaded with a lot of good information. Plus, we donate the proceeds uh, back to local charities. So anyway, Tony, that is it, and I'm really excited. Taxes and the power of when are you ready? Uh, I am very ready. So I love the name of the show. First of all, taxes and the power of when. Uh, you're going to have to explain that to us. Where do you want to start? Let's start by this, uh, by saying this. This isn't about politics, right. folks. Okay, this really isn't. It, you know, each new administration uh, brings their own ideas and and agendas and things that they want to get accomplished. Um, and 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 doing that, it changes the landscape sometimes, and specifically on our topic today, taxes. Okay, so we're going to talk about taxes, but and we're going to bring up some information about what's going on to give you an idea. Okay, so the only reason we're bringing this up is to give you an idea of where we think taxes are headed. So let's first talk about COVID-19 spending here. Okay, Tony. So last year, we were all devastated by the coronavirus, right? In one way or another, most people were devastated by this awful, awful virus. And, and so, but what has happened since March of 2020 is we've seen the government step in and, and, uh, spend a lot of money. Okay. And, and so it started in March of 2020 where we passed the cares act, which was $2 trillion. Okay. Followed up by the family's first coronavirus response act. That was 192 billion, which was really small compared to the 2 trillion, uh, it consolidated appropriations act in December of 2020, almost another trillion. Okay. 868 billion to be exact. Then we had the paycheck protection program and healthcare enhancement act. That was 438 billion. And then March of this year, we had the America rescue plan act, which was 1.9 trillion. Okay. So to sum this all up, we're talking about, uh, approximately 5.5 trillion dollars wow. in a in a little over a year about a year and a half to be exact here tony so I, i'm not saying one is any of these things are bad i'm just telling you the facts that we are spending a lot of money 5.5 trillion dollars you know when you're talking about 20 to 25 trillion dollars in existing debt and adding to it um w- that could be a problem for the future, no doubt about it, right? Oh, Tony? it's cr- well, it's crazy. I mean, <laughs> uh, that's a lot, and uh, you know they can only kick that can down the road so far. Uh, so uh, the COVID spending and the uh, stimulus packages over the last you know no, few years mm-hmm. has been crazy. You know, six it has six trillion total at least. So yeah, and and we're. And here's the deal, Tony. It you know, it, it, it right now we're looking at another three point, I think five, yep. isn't it? Yep. Um, and so another three point five trillion they're trying to pass, but they're trying to pass it in conjunction with uh, President Biden's uh, tax plan, which is supposed to maybe then offset some of this spending here by you know, in other words, increasing some some uh, taxes on some uh, certain sectors and businesses and those kinds of things, which we'll get into here in a minute. Before we do that, Tony, how much is just $1 trillion? I really don't think people can really comprehend, no, and they still may I not be I able can't. to after I explain this. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I don't think anybody can really truly understand even a billion. So let's do this. I want to give you an analogy here. If you stacked 
Tony, $1 bills on top of each other. We know how thin that is, right? Mm -hmm. So if you stack those on top of each other, $1 billion, just $1 billion, is 68 miles high. Oh. Yeah. That's insane. $1 trillion, Tony, $1 trillion, you could stack $1 bills high as as 60, almost 68,000 miles. Okay? Mm. That's way into space. Okay, I mean, it really, that's just one trillion. If you laid the $1 bills end to end, $1 billion, you could go 96,000 miles or four times around Earth. And $1 trillion, lastly, Tony, 96 million miles. That's further than the sun. Oh. And that's just one, one trillion. Okay. Uh, again, it's, it's hard to comprehend these kinds of things. Um, yeah, it's hard to wrap your head around that kind of thing. So, uh, that's 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 nutty. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's it, it, that's that's yeah, real money to you and I. I mean, <laughs> yeah. So what? Yeah, uh, you know, so just, you know, yeah. we're talking about a, a lot of money is flowing uh, out, right. out, right, but not in. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, that's right. And you know, the, this new infrastructure bill we're talking about building roads, uh, bridges, and roads, and sewer systems, and water systems, all this kind of stuff. Social spending, child care, expansion of health care, again looking to spend a little bit more even here uh, in the next few months, potentially. You know, it did pass the House, and, and the, so it's still in the in the works, as you could say. But um, here's the one thing that, that you have to do when you spend this much money. You have to do what? You were looking at enormous amount. I mean, when you're talking about GDP, you know, the gross domestic product, and it's becoming a larger and larger, this debt is becoming a larger percentage of that, it becomes a major issue, okay? So I think you get where we're going with this. What happens? Well, you have to raise taxes. There's only two ways to solve a problem, Tony, a financial problem like this. Either you bring more money in or you spend less. Do you think we're going to spend less? I don't know, okay? <laughs> no. My g- Okay, here we I go. Don't You're laughing, that. so that's good. That's good. Uh, so what what are taxes going to do? Well, they can only do three things. They can stay the same, they'll go up, or they'll go down. Okay? And and, and so uh, taxes can't go down, right? In other words, with all the spending and the amount of debt we already have, there's there's almost no way that's going to happen. Okay? And, and if you look back in history, Tony, talking about top tax rates here, in 1913, the top tax rate was 7%, okay? In 1916, just three years later, the top tax rate, 67%, okay? In 1944, it was, the top tax rate was 94%. Now, that was on the ultimate, you know, the the ultra-rich people, right? The top 1%, but you were paying 94%. In taxes, that's crazy to me. Wow, right? the top, yeah, in nine from nineteen fifty to nineteen seventy, the top tax rate never dipped below seventy percent. And of course, you know, over time, in in you know, in the Reagan years and 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 on from nineteen eighty, basically all the way through, you've looked at you know twenty eight and thirty nine and thirty five and you know roughly about thirty seven now, or um, if you count the three point eight percent added on here that you're looking at 40.8% as a top tax rate, okay? So again, just to give you some perspective on where we've been with tax rates, we know that in the past when spent, or when debt has become a major issue and um, that what they have done is 
raise taxes. Yeah. Okay. They're not going to reduce spending. In other words, that's my whole point. Okay. So what are we looking at now as far as current proposed tax changes? Okay. We're looking at a corporate tax increase. So President Trump, when when he decided, you know, to to uh, to reduce the corporate tax rate from thirty five, okay, down to twenty one. And so now we're looking to increase that. It, you know, there's different variations, but I've heard 28% is a pretty popular number that people, that is what's out there and will, will believed to be passed. Um, other tax increases aimed primarily at the wealthy, you know, income of 400000 plus. Uh, and so these things could definitely help, Tony. And that's my point. It can definitely help offset some of this. But that's the point. That's the key word. Some some of this spending okay it's definitely not going to solve the you know the problem that we have with with our debt and with our deficit you know understand the difference there. yeah i mean government spending's been out of control and we all know that and people just like to say yeah government spending's out of control uh but uh wow it's really out of control like i mean uh astronomically out of control now and and the things that we're doing here to offset some of those like i said increase the corporate tax great you know what i mean it, this is not going to solve the problem okay and there's other problems with you know increasing uh you know corporate taxes potentially uh and that's inflation i mean we already see inflation is increasing here the price of goods and services are going up significantly here in the last you know few months um and and then if you add higher tax corporate taxes what's going to happen they're going to pass those taxes down to the consumer which then is in turn adding to the pressure of inflation so there's just, you know, the, the point is, is that taxes are definitely, uh, in my opinion, are going to go up and they're going to go up more than what we're seeing and hearing because it just doesn't cut it. Uh, there's another thing that they're looking to get rid of, though, uh, Tony, it's called the step up in basis. So if, uh, just an example here, if you paid $75,000 uh, or if your family did, you know, 100 years ago for a family cabin, um, and that current value and that, you know, let's say your grandma passes away or your mom and dad passes away and you, you inherit this cabin value uh, of, and let's say it's worth $500,000, okay? You don't pay taxes on the difference for what they paid and what the value is because you get what we call a step up in basis. Same thing with stocks, okay? Um, what we're looking at is eliminating that. Okay, so eliminating the step up in basis. So which means that if you inherit that five hundred thousand dollars and your grandma or mom or dad paid seventy five thousand, you now owe taxes on four hundred and twenty five thousand. And that would be considered a capital gain. Um, and so uh, that that is something they're looking to get rid of. So if you're if you're uh, looking to inherit anything like this, you need to be aware of some of these changes that could be happening. Um, and so corporate tax rates, they're going to be going up. And, and now we're looking at all, and by the way, Tony, in 2026, these lower tax rates we've been experiencing here in the last few years are set to go up no matter what happens, right? So in 2025, these tax rates are going to end and go back to what they were, uh, which, for example, on anybody earning 77000 to 165000 are going to go from 22% to 25%, irregardless of what proposed changes are made through any kind of bills, okay? All right, so really what we're setting you up to say is what we need to really be concerned about in retirement is what? Your net income, okay? What am I bringing home? And 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 so 
you have your Social Security income. You've got your pension income, potentially, if you're lucky enough to still have one of those. And then you're going to have a withdrawal from your savings account. Okay. In other words, your retirement, you know, 401k or IRAs or Roths or whatever you have. So what is the net income to you each month to make sure that you can maintain your lifestyle? Okay. And here's something to think about when it comes to planning for this. Okay. In other words, the net income and paying the taxes in retirement, you need to decide if you think taxes will go up or will they go down? And, and really what we're talking about here, Tony, is, cons- is, is harnessing the power of when, okay? And, and what I'm referring to is if you think taxes are going to go up in the future and we're experiencing what we know for sure or lower taxes in, at least until th- uh, through the year 2025, do some f- planning now to help yourself in the future. Um, because I think it's my personal professional opinion that not only are we going to see tax rates go back up in 2026, I think we're going to see some tax rates go up before that. Um, and then it could be much higher as well. So what are we doing today to help ourselves in the future? And really, that's what this whole talk is all about, is to say, harness the power of when when it comes to when you pay your taxes. And I'm going to here to tell you, Tony, tax diversification gives you a few things. Number one, flexibility and control to minimize your taxes. Maybe not now, maybe in the future. Ability to guard against future tax increases and more certainty when planning retirement income. And I would add another bullet here to say that it will also gives you some advantages potentially when you're talking about estate planning. In other words, whatever money's left over at the end of the road here, it's going to go to your beneficiaries. We want it to go to them in the most tax efficient manner. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's the bottom line, right? And especially a lot of people think, well, in retirement, I'm not going to have to pay as much in taxes. I'm not worried about it. Uh, but that's, that's a common myth out there. And you really need to do some uh, big picture planning when it comes to where taxes are headed and, you know, where they might be headed. Nobody has a crystal ball. But uh, we do know that taxes, like you say, have been at an all-time low, and we know that they've kicked the can down the road on the government spending, and there's right. a lot of proposals to raise taxes. So uh, you have to have a plan in place to deal with this, don't you? You really do, Tony. To say that, and, 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 and here's, the, here's the premise, too. We've been sold kind of what we would consider a bill of goods. And what I mean by that is, is that we always tell people, hey, put money in your 401k, put money in your 401k, put money in your 401k, and that's great, okay? And some of this that we're getting ready to talk about is kind of first world problem-ish, if you will, because what we're talking about is needing to take more money out or having to take more money out at age 72, for example, okay? That's one one example I was going to give. Let's say you've built up this great 401k or, or IRA, and it's done really well, and you've put money in it, and that's great. And now you're taking money from it. But now at 72, the government says you have to take out a certain amount, and maybe that's more than what you need. So there may be some planning things that you can do now in the next few years before you get to age 72, like doing a Roth conversion. So paying some extra money in taxes now to have a tax-free bucket available to you 
which then also reduces the amount that you have to take out because with the Roth IRA, you don't have required minimum distributions. So you're really setting yourself up for a, to have a, a little bit more freedom and flexibility to control your taxes and really harnessing this power of win that we're referring to. And there's things you can do uh, to offset some of the taxes that you would pay to convert those monies. Because that's the one disadvantage, Tony, right? You convert, let's say, you know, $50,000 of your traditional IRA to a, to a Roth IRA. Well, that's tax, additional taxable income right now, okay? Uh, but again, right now. But what you're doing is, is you're setting yourself up and your beneficiaries because this money then could pass on to the next generation tax-free as well. So, the, you, you know, I referred to estate tax planning earlier. What a great tool to use. And, by the way, if you have, uh, if you're currently doing some, some charitable donations, okay, uh, maybe you do a larger amount this year to kind of offset some of the taxes uh, that you're going to pay on this conversion. Again, there's lots of tools and strategies available to folks to say, hey, we can pay a little bit now in these lower tax rates to have a tax-free bucket when tax rates are higher. Okay. Um, and, and, and so here's another thing to consider when you're talking about how much of your social security benefit is taxable. So I'm going to give you an example here, Emma, age 70 here. She has a total income of $24,000 from social security. She's got $13,000 pension. So her total uh, provisional income is 37,000. Our total income is $37,000 with no taxes on her social security benefit. Okay. Because we know what, how much, how to determine your, how much of your Social Security benefit is going to be taxable, you have to look at your provisional income, which is half of her Social Security benefit at $12,000, plus her $13,000 pension, which is provisional income of $25,000, which means she doesn't have to pay any taxes on her Social Security benefit, which is huge. Okay. Now, one of the things I'll stop and say is any withdrawal from a Roth IRA does not count towards your provisional income. So if you build up a nice Roth IRA, young folks, you could potentially be setting yourself up for a tax-free retirement. Wow. And how wonderful would that be, Tony? Yeah, that would be amazing. And we're almost out of time for today's show, Brock. This has been a great topic. Is there anything else you want to add for our listeners before we go? Keep an open mind. Okay. And what I mean by that is don't shut down ideas that you go, I don't think that's right for me, or I don't want to pay more taxes now. Keep an open mind. Get get at least a plan or a proposal to say, this is some of the things you could do to help yourself now. Keep an open mind and you it might pay off big time for you in taxes. And in my opinion, if you're not at least looking at these ideas, you're really missing out. So Give us a call again here at Innovative Financial Solutions, 573-332-7855. I hope you have found this information helpful, and I hope you have a great rest of the weekend, and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to The Retirement Playbook. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Brock Allspa at Innovative Financial Solutions. Call 573-332-7855 or visit their website at theinnovativeteam.com. 
Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Innovative Financial Planners, a registered investment advisor in the state of Missouri. Insurance products and services are offered through Innovative Insurance Consultants. Innovative Financial Solutions and Innovative Insurance Consultants are affiliated companies. Brock Alspot and Innovative Financial Solutions are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.